This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about an emphatic 3-0 win midweek against Sunderland. Uh, the first time this season that we've managed to score three goals in the league, may I add. Uh, and only the second clean sheet in 12 games. Uh, Bolton being the only other game since Rotherham away that we have kept a clean sheet. Uh, not only that, but we also discussed a 0-0 draw against Plymouth in the FA Cup first round. Uh, which means you have the uh, unwanted 500 plus mile trip down to Devon on a Tuesday night uh, for the replay. Uh, incidentally, that was the first 0-0 draw that we've had since the opening league game of the season against Charlton. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, Shea Dunkley, uh, Marvin Johnson and Florian Canberra, three players who have come under criticism this season, um, but three that which I feel have had decent performances in recent weeks. And then we'll also preview the upcoming fixture, starting with Harrogate at home in the Pizza Cup on Tuesday, followed by the fourth home fixture in a row. Uh, against Gillingham on Saturday, but uh, Liam, mate, uh, how are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sound. I've just pretty much settled in the new house. Took the uh, took the kids to the uh, to Plymouth game today. First game for Freddie. He's not even one yet, but uh, <laughs> straight in. I don't think he's going to remember it. Not not because he's only one, but because it was an absolute terrible game. To be <laughs> to be perfectly uh, honest, but uh, yeah, things are uh, things are good. Um, now. Before we get underway, uh, I just want to give a big hand to all those that are doing Movember this month. You know, both Barry Bannon and Callum Patterson are doing it at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, I've done it, you know, past few uh, past few years. Um, I did it last year, and much to the um, I won't say annoyance, but the uh, the the pictures of Freddie when he was born. I've got a tash, which uh, yeah didn't didn't go. When it comes back down the years, like what's going on there? Well, I'll just uh, I'll pay homage to me to me to me dad who uh, he had a tash when uh, when I was born all them years ago. But uh, but yeah, like obviously you know a big hand to to them and uh, you know it's such a such a great cause you know men's mental health and, and what have you. I mean, I'm just looking globally. One man dies by suicide every second of every day. You know, just think about that for a for a second. You know. Um, not only that, but three out of four suicides in the UK are by are by men. And there is something that we can uh, 
that we can do. I mean, I just want to talk, I read on the Movember website, um, something that I read on there um, called Alec. He's not a new host on the show, um, but he's a way on how you can help like navigate a conversation with a friend uh, who might be in a bit of a tough place. You know, uh, A is for ask, you know, ask how he's feeling, trust your instinct. If they say I'm fine, you know, don't be afraid to ask twice. L's for listen, you know, giving me full attention. That, you know, that's super important for me. You know, like, you need to listen to you know to people when they when they are opening up. You know it's quite quite difficult and and whatnot. Um, you know you don't have to diagnose the problem or offer any solutions, but just start asking the the right questions. Uh, e is for encourage action. You know help help him focus on the simple things that might help improve how he feels. Uh, is he getting enough sleep, exercising, eating well, all those sorts of things. And then finally, just check in. Um, you know follow up your conversation with a phone call, FaceTime. You know help show you care and. Uh, and you get a feel for whether he's feeling any better. So, you know, um, if you can donate, donate what you can to, you know, Barry Bannon and Patterson's uh, Movember cause. Um, I say it really is a great cause and the work they're doing to raise the awareness is, is commended. I mean, um, I don't know about you, uh, Liam, but fortunately I've not, none of my friends have, you know, committed suicide, but I, I do know two people that I went to school with that, uh, that did. And, it must be horrible to feel that you that you can't that you can't speak out. Yeah, no, it's it's tough, isn't it? It's I've not touched wood. I'm, I'm lucky as well. I've not had any one close to me, but I do know people who have unfortunately taken their own lives, um, friends of friends and stuff like that. So it is good to talk. And like you say, there, uh, it was funny actually the other day because we were just sending our one of our lads' groups just. How is everyone? We are yeah. being as banter aside. Yeah, it's a long time since we've checked in with each other as everyone or eight. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's exactly. Just, you forget sometimes, don't you? Just to, you know, like you say, especially with your male friends and whatever else. You're in these groups, football, you know, betting or whatever, etc., yeah. etc. Et but how are you? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, everyone can seem all right on the on the face thing. I mean, I've I've been like it at times. You know, like. I do struggle like opening up and saying how I feel. I think it's that like kind of macho male thing. You know, I'm a, I just think to myself, I'm a guy, like I, sh I should be all right. Like I can, I can deal with myself and, and stuff like that. And I do get times where I just kind of all bottles up and, and you know, not, not to these sorts of extents, but uh, it's good to just have a chat in it and just talk about things and just get it off your chest. Sometimes. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I know there are so people do struggle to do it. I'm, I'm, I've got, I think I've got better as it, as I've got, at it as I've got older, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely important. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, our uh, DMs are always open. You can always have a chat about anything. Now you uh, take some mind off work and stuff like that. So yeah, if you want to uh, messages, you know, it's at WTID pod on, on Twitter if you want to, uh, uh, if you want to drop us a message. But, uh, but yeah, um, right. We've got two games to talk about Sunderland and Plymouth. Let's, uh, let's start with, uh, with Sunderland. Now, before we do start, I just want to make an apology to uh, I've slated Canberra, Shay Dunkley <laughs> and Marvin Johnson. But to be honest, I mean, we'll mention them later, but I think they've recently, I think they've been, I won't go as far as saying quality, but they've been a lot, lot better than yeah. what we've seen before, haven't we? Yeah. I think I think it helps when the team's gelling a bit better as well, if that makes sense as well. Like. Uh, wait, wait, are you saying that the team is gelling? Is uh, that... I think so. <laughs> I say gelling. We're looking better as a team. We're coming into the like, middle of November and uh, and the team has now gelled. You heard it, heard it here first. <laughs> it's official. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Until yeah. next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Sunderland. I mean, for, first of all, like what an improvement. I mean, 
we said it last week. Well, you said it to be fair. If you keep saying it, that we're going to score three goals, we'll finally score three goals. I'll claim so. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went for a draw. You know, uh, I got pressured into a draw from uh, from Giles. But um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's the first time that I, I, I saw some intent. Like we came at them, and to be fair, they the first ten minutes, I think you know they were. I won't say there were tackles flying in, but they were physical, they were strong. Patterson, I, you know, a massive mention to him in that first half. I thought, you know, the ball were down the right-hand side quite a bit. And, you know, it were, I say, it were strong into the tackle. They didn't know what they were doing, did they? Sunderland, they didn't know what hit them. And by all accounts, like, their their team's quite a young side and that they've been crying out for a bit of strength and what have you. So maybe a pat on the back to to D- Darren Moore. I know it's probably the first time where it's worked where he's actually changed his style of play to suit the the opposition but for me I just thought that the intensity were there I don't know about you yeah oh yeah no definitely I think I think it was out to be fair the first 10 minutes where I think we were a bit it took us a bit to settle into it I think yeah because I, th- I think I remember we gave the ball away a few times but after that yeah I think the setup was spot on to be honest um I was a bit like oh Patterson aren't right but like you say hats off to him he put a shift in didn't he and he did really well yeah he did quality I mean three changes like, well, I think that's kind of the norm in it now, to be to be fair. Um, in came Corbiano, Wing and Canberra. Out were Deli Bashiru, Hunt and Shadipo. I must admit, when I saw the lineup, I were thinking, what, what I was thinking, well, at least he's giving Corbiano a chance because we've been crying out for him to, to play for, well, since the Mansfield game in the Pizza Cup, to be to be perfectly honest. Um, Wing coming in, I weren't, I weren't like overly thrilled with that. And again, Canberra, all right, he did okay in the second half against Cheltenham, but again, like I just said earlier, I've been slating him quite a bit, so as you can imagine, I weren't exactly, you know, again, over the moon with with that decision. Um, I thought Delhi Bashir, that, that's a bit harsh for him to be dropped. I thought he's been playing well. Um, Hunt, Shadipo, mm, yeah, all right, I, I kind of, they've not really done a great, yeah, a great I deal. Shadipo might have felt hard done by, but it was justified in the end, wasn't it? I think. Well, I know, yeah, like like Corbiano and Canberra, especially. They were just I mean we'll talk we'll talk about Corbiano then. I mean, his goal first and foremost, like it's come to him. you the way he finished it, first time, bottom corner, you'd think he would you know, he were on ten, fifteen goals for the season. You <laughs> yeah. would think that was his first goal. He's like, not first start in well for than the um Pete's Cup. He's been sat on bench. Well, it's the first time he's he played in front of the... You know, well, like started in front of the, the Wednesday crowd as well at Hillsborough. Crazy. And what a finish. So it was just like composed, wasn't it? Like, I think he said in the in the um, press conference afterwards or in the interview, sorry, afterwards, he was like, oh, I was I was debating whether it's not uh, whether or not to take a touch. And it's a good job he didn't because I think he'd have lost it if he did take a touch. Probably. But. I mean, it was just, it was just fantastic. Like, came out to him. I mean, first of all, like... Good old up play from I think it was Gregory that then like played played it across to Canberra. Yeah, who was it now? There was a flick and then Gregory. Yeah, he's back to goal and Edric boxed didn't he and knocked it across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's what that's what Gregory's good at. Do you know what I mean he he plays with his back to goal, doesn't he? And and, and the hold up play and stuff. But just the you know being in the right place at the right time as well. And and I thought that to be fair, I thought we'd. I thought we deserved that that one 0 lead in the you know in the how the balance of play had, had gone, but for the first time ever as well we we kind of pushed on from that you know we when I mean, you look at the stats and if you if you look at the statistics it looks like we played shite I think yeah. that's like thirty five percent possession, but you alluded to it uh, after the game like 
they were playing like how we've been playing all season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've been. They had all like, most of the ball, but didn't do anything with it. They, like if you look at like the, the action zones, they they've had most of the passes between the back four, and they, all right, they kept kind of switching it one side to the other, kind of dragging us along. But I think they were, you know, they didn't really do anything. Really, they had the the goal that we choked off rightly for being uh, for being offside. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Other than that, I don't really think that they had. No, they, they caught us on the break a couple of times, didn't they? I think, or I can't think if I'm getting mixed up, but but, but all their chances seemed to be scrappy, didn't they, in front of goal? And yeah. we were just, what we asked for the other day, throwing bodies in front of it, making sure there was somebody there. Yeah. And a real, like I say, I just think, like you said, if you looked at it on paper, you think bloody hell, 3 0. But we took us chances, didn't we? Yeah, that's not that's something that we haven't done yeah. in uh, in a long, long time. You know, put the ball in good areas for us to take the chances as well. Yeah, that's you know, definitely. I mean, uh, obviously, Camberry got got his goal. It was a weird one that one. Like, yeah, it, like, like, it, it looked like I didn't think it had gone in. No, like I mean, I sit on north, like near the cop. You sit on the cop. Yeah, there, yeah. yeah. Obviously, it was, it was at the other end, at yeah, the far yeah. end, and and yeah, I'm like looking over, and it, it kind of like I thought he would hit it first time, but. When you watch it back, he kind of kind of controlled it, and then yeah, yeah, I don't know, kind of fluff. I don't know if he fluffed it or not, or I don't and then know if he got a second, second stab at it, like yeah. And but but end of the day, it's gone in. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's two, it's two nil. We've, um, I mean, that was the uh, was that the goal where where you were talking about Bailey Peacock Farrell's distribution? Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I think so. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Second goal. Yeah, because it went across and then... Um, so we, and then put a, we put a cross in, it went across to Corbyan and then it came back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, Corbyan, he's got a goal, he gets an assist. It, to be fair, like, he had a he had a cracking cracking game. Like, it, it were, you know, and again, Canberra, he's got his goal as well. And I think what worked, I don't know whether it was the fact that he was playing with Gregory as well up top. And it, you know, first time that we've played two up top as well in a long, long time. And I think that worked as well. Like the the one thing for me is we had more to aim at. Like Patterson in that in that first half, the amount of crosses that we were putting in and balls to feet as well. And he's got two people to aim at. How many times have we have you know we've just like left Gregory up there by himself and expected him to do all the work? And it's just predictable. Like they're just going to stick their big centre wherever their big centre half is, straight on Gregory, man mark him, man mark him out of the game, and that's it. Whereas when you've got two, to, you know, when you've got two up top playing similar, you know, I would say they're, they're fairly similar in terms of like, you know, they want to hold the ball up, but they want to, you know, uh, ball to feet and stuff like that. Although Canberra, you know, ping it up to his chest and he, and he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah, I think he it. just looked, he just looked good, didn't he? Yeah. I don't know, I can't like you say he was, he was well, it was he did well for the last goal, didn't he? Yeah, when um, he held it up, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think he just looks like say he just looks. He looks strong. He looks hungry. Yeah, he just seemed to work, didn't it? I think everyone, everyone had a good game. Like you can't. Yeah, I don't think there are anyone. Obviously, some players played better than others, but no one had a bad game. It was the first time I think we've just we've all they all just played well. We just played well as a, and it's mad like you say because we only had thirty five percent possession and we only had four shots on target. But the, the, and, yeah, but it just seemed yeah. in the ground. It just seemed. I mean, there were periods when there wasn't a lot going off and, you know, we weren't amazing. I'm not, you know, there's still things that we can improve on, etc. But it was the first time it felt in the ground like 
we come away and we actually deserved the result we got as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you though, but even at three three nil, I was still thinking like we could we could easily throw this away. Do you know I, mean? <laughs> it, it, I mean, to be fair, that when that third goal went in, that that kind of did settle. Yeah, the nerves. I think two two nil. I was still a bit like, oh, yeah, we've been here before, kind of thing, you know. It's funny as well because last week I was saying, you know, if 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 we're going half time two nil up, then the manager's going to be saying, "Oh, these are shit and what have you." Lo and behold, half time two nil. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, Christ, I hope that doesn't, you know, that doesn't come to haunt me and what have you. But th- their heads just dropped. Like I think we frustrated them, which were which were good. You know, they 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 seemed like devoid of any sort of creativity and thing and things like that. And and we you know we we just stopped them from playing, which. I must, I must admit, when we went into that game, I thought they've had a spanking from Rotherham. They're not a bad side, Sunderland. They're, they're going to be up up there. They probably bounce back. Yeah, they're above us in the league for starters. So I, I thought, you know, they're going to, yeah, be up for it, and they're going to give us an absolute paste. And I, and I did fear the worst, to be honest. When I, you know, when I was going into the ground, thinking, please, please don't. Just, you know, I want, I want to cheer. I don't, I want to cheer for something. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to actually, you know, see some goals and and, and what have you. And obviously, we did, which. Which were, you know, amazing. Like, I, I, there's no other ways to describe it. I just, I mean, obviously, you've, at the top of the show, you said that you know you think they've gelled, and do you honestly believe that that they have started? Well, to gel it looks like bit? it looks like it for now. We'll see over the next few, you know, over the next few games in yeah. the league as well. Um, I was just annoyed that they were a cup game or well, two cup games in between the next next league game. Yeah, it's it, it's dis- it's a bit like oh. I'd like to, you know, we've eventually hit this some vein of form or a yeah. decent performance. You want to take it into the league, don't you? Like, yeah. So, I mean, what's that now? Is that I think seven games unbeaten now in all competitions. Eight, eight if you include the uh, Plymouth today with a nil with a nil. Yeah, nil. yeah. So when you look at it in terms of uh, the form sides and what have you, all right, there's been a hell of a lot of draws included in that. But when you look at it, really, like, yeah. The thing is, the thing is in the league now, though. If you, you know, I'm just trying to think whoever, whatever, you know, whatever team it is, if they go on a run when they say, oh, they've been on a 11 game unbeaten run, you know, you look at it and there might be five draws in there, but more win, draw, win, draw, or yeah, win, yeah. win, win. Whereas our draws, so now if we go on a three game winning streak, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. soon be forgotten that we had four draws in a row in the league. And yeah. then, you know, if it, I'm not, I'm not getting to get overexcited. But if it did go on to say ten games or whatever, or yeah, I know what you mean. I hundred percent. I mean, I've got it really down here. You know, let's keep grounded. Let's let's not get too carried away. Um, I don't know if you saw the the picture that I put up of the uh, I did a bit of a mock, <laughs> mock Darren Moore statue outside Hillsborough, saying um, you know don't get carried away. And then next minute we've built a statue uh, of Darren Moore outside. And but it, it, thing is like. Uh, yeah, you do get people saying, you know, don't get carried away. I've just said it now, but you've got to enjoy these moments, haven't you? Do oh, you know of course I mean? you have, like, yeah. Especially when it's been so, I mean. Shit. Yeah, not, <laughs> like, not the best football and throwing wins away in the last 10 minutes. You know, we've got to enjoy it. Better team, well, say better team. But the playing higher, better, position, they, yeah. higher position than us. Beating someone above you in the league's always nice, you know. And you have got to take, you know, a win's a win, isn't it, at the end of the day. But when you score three... You've got to get excited about it. Yeah, I mean, um, one thing I want to mention as well, that I thought the referee, we have some shit referees, by the way, and I thought the referee, he let quite a lot go. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. And 
I hate the referees when it's whistle, whistle, whistle every two minutes. Stop, start, stop, start. And he let it flow like. Yeah, and there were some some tackles going in where I thought, I mean, for both sides, I mean, there were some that we put on them um, that he let go. And then, you know, the same for, uh, you know, Sunderland tackles that he let slide as well. I think they were quite consistent. But yeah, a game that flows a lot better. Like, there's nothing worse than, like I said, stop, start, stop, start. And it just, the game just doesn't, you can't get into it. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, Hillsborough's bad anyway in terms of it being a bit of a, you know, bit of a church. But yeah, you just don't get the. It just doesn't like the game flow. Like you. No, like, I think the ref was good actually, uh, or better at least than what we have had. Because like you say, it seems like you get out into League One and it's all about the bloody referee show. They all want to be Mike Dean, don't they? <laughs> Make yeah. it about them. Yeah, I don't agree with week that. Who got ball under his arm, marching around and. <laughs> Kept blowing up for bloody moving ball when it were. Oh, that's that boils my piss. That when balls like just outside eighteen yard box, def- you're defending. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's an offside or something like that. And then ref refs like he has, he has to be played in exactly the spot where where the the offside was uh, was given. And it's like give it a rest. I mean, just they passed it out to a defender that stood three yards away. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like not going anywhere. Like it, 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 that does uh, rile me up. Or when when throwing's, when throwing's been taken from wrong place, and then they tell him where to stand, and, and they never still... go there anyway. So <laughs> they still lets it go on. So it's like, what is the point? Honestly, that's just one thing. We, we could probably do a whole di- all like whole episode of. Things that annoy us, uh, like uh, referees. Well, you, well, yeah. To be fair, referees would be uh, that would be a full episode. But things that annoy us at a football match—that's probably for that's probably for the for the uh, for the off season. Maybe we'll uh, we'll do one of those. I mean, I just want to talk about like you know your man at match. Who who were who were your um, who, yeah, basically who were your man at match for some yeah, game? Sh- I'm not sure. You know, when I come to think of it, because you think oh, Corbiano. That, that's the ob- that's the obvious choice, isn't it? Goal assist. But Dunkley played well. Like you say, Patterson played well. Canberra. Yeah. I don't know. I've got to nail it to post. You've got to pick one. I mean, I'll just give you a few stats. Like Corbiano, um, five dribbles, three crosses, one key pass, one assist, one goal. Um, on who scored, he had a 9.37 rating. So they gave they gave him the man of the match. Uh, Dunkley, five clearances, three block shots, seven aerials, one. I think he was like top for all those three categories. Canberra, he had five shots. Uh, he won three in the air. He had two on two shots on target. He got a goal as well. So you know this. Yeah, I'd say I'd say honestly, after the game, it'd have been Canberra. Really? Now yeah. looking back on it, I might go Dunkley, but I'll, I'll stick with Cam. I'll, uh, not Canberra, sorry, Corbiano. Corbiano, yeah, sorry, yeah. Corbiano. Straight after the game, when I said Corbiano, do you know what? Even that, and I've been talking about it for like a few few uh, episodes, like about that excitement and that like kind of. You know, you, you want to be on the edge of your seat, and I, and I, I do honestly believe that that Corbiano is that player that gets you on the edge of your seat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and that's it. That's what we're saying before. I mean, he's he's not scared to run at a player. No, he'll do a step over. He'll cut back in. He'll lose the ball sometimes because that's just what. Yeah. But when you're in League One, JJ, even Antonio, when he was at us, he wasn't the finished article. No, I think, I think I think that first season where we had him, he wasn't as good as the second season. Do you no, know what I know, mean? and obviously it wasn't the player that he is now. But um, end of the day, if Corbiano was this wonder kid, he wouldn't be playing at Sheffield Wednesday. No, no, no. Like, that's fact. That's just fact, isn't it? If you, yeah, exactly. And he's coming here to try and you know learn the trade a bit more and 
and get some game time. And now, hopefully, he will. Yeah, that's. I was about to say that. I hope he does actually get given. I mean, I know he played again uh, against Plymouth, which you know we'll get onto that in a, in a second. But he's he's been given a chance. He's took it with both hands. You know, goal and assist. You can't really can't really grumble at that. Like from your from your winger, that's what you want. You want him to chip in with goals because that's something that um, that we've been missing. I mean, well, goals for starters, to be yeah, fair, yeah. but goals from all areas of the pitch as well. You know, I, I don't think that we that we're pitching with too many goals. You know, it's, it's always just maybe just the strikers that are going to score. But we need your midfielders to, to come up with you know five, six, seven goals yeah, yeah. Uh, a season kind of thing. Same with the defenders. I don't think I don't think our defenders. I don't think they've scored. Well, Dunkley scored well, Dunkley one. Scored, yeah. Uh, one. Apart from that, I don't. You know, correct us if we're wrong. Uh, you know, send us a message. I mean, to be fair though, obviously Danny Rand's got two. Is he in the league? Yeah, I think so. And yeah, then Bashiru's got one. Yep, Bannon's got one. One against Doncaster. Yet Gregory's got six. Six, I think oh, he has. Yeah, now got yeah. six now. But other than that, that like we need, we need, we do need goals from other areas. Now, Corbiano's chipped in with one, and hopefully we can get get more from from midfield. I mean, if I were going to pick one, um, I have been impressed with Dunkley. To be fair, yeah, yeah, I think he's one that we are, we are going to talk about in a, in a second. But he, he just does. What he's needed to do, like yeah, yeah, no. I think if he's got, we've got to accept he he isn't going to be marauding out of for the back four. And he does scare me at times when he starts doing that, and I think he's he does look awkward when he's passing the ball. But in terms of blocking headers, tackles, stuff like that, you know, marking as well, like he, he does, you know, he does an excellent job. And at the end of the day, you know, I think he reads the ball quite well when yeah, you know, yeah. when, the, when the ball's in, you know, interceptions and stuff like that. He's a good reader of the of the game. If he can work on his passing ability, then he'll be a top top quality defender. Um, but I think at the moment we've just got to just got to accept that Shea Dunkley is Shea Dunkley, and you kind of know what to expect with him, don't you? If, you know, yeah, and that's it. And if he, he if he does what he's good at, that's fine for it, me. But I, for me, as a, a centre back. You want him to head the ball, you want him to tackle and get interceptions. I've just read them out there. Five clearances, three block shots, and seven aerials won. He's, he's doing what a centre-back should do Yeah, exactly. For me. Yeah, yeah, agreed. He's not Virgil van Dijk, do you know what I mean? We're not, we're not, we're not that <laughs> level at all. But, but you laugh, but I think some people... All right, we've given some criticism already this, this season, but I think some people think that that's who we've got. We haven't. We haven't got any. You know, we're nowhere near Pings that. Level. A forty yard bullet through to <laughs> Mo Salah, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, it, you know what I mean, it didn't happen, is it? Do you know what I mean, like we're we're not that level, but that we've got to realise that that's you know that's that's where we're at. And if he just does them things right, for me, like keep keep at yeah, it. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, but he's obviously took that criticism on board, though. Do you know what I mean? That he's you know he were out of the side. He's coming because of injuries. Now he's in because of injuries. You know, there's no two ways about it. I offer and Hutchinson. We all come, we'll come on to it. But at the start of the season, they were playing ahead of Shea Dunkley. Yeah, yeah. But he's come in now, and he's done his thing. And you know, fair play to him. Yeah, he's win, he's now got us talking a bit later on about whether he, whether he keeps his side when the other two are fit. So you've got to uh, yeah, you've got to give a give your hand to him and say yeah, well done. You've you've done your done your piece. Uh, just before we move on to Plymouth game. That stadium announcer, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it before we started, weren't we? He clearly wasn't the no- well. He wasn't the normal one, but 
You must have had a sick day. <laughs> Either that or did he win a competition or something? Like this guy just did pluck, pluck, pluck someone from from the stand. If if he is listening to the uh, to the podcast, because he, he might do, you never know. Quite a lot of people do listen to this podcast. Um, yeah, it, you've you've, ever, you've had a mare, mate. To be, to be perfectly honest, like. To be fair, it would have given Giles a run for his money in terms of his, some of his pronunciations of some of them players. I mean, come on, like I'm guessing he worked for Sheffield Wednesday, but just get your pronunciations right. Like that's that's your that's your job, isn't it? Really? <laughs> I think we need someone to confirm how we say uh, Corbiano, Corbinu, Corbinu, Corbinu. Uh, I I think it's Corbiano. That's how. I, that's that, the stadium announcer today. That's how he. Okay. pronounced him and I, I trust him i think he do, i think he knows what he's talking about <laughs> but you know I'd, I'd i'd have no idea like delhi bashiru i can't remember what he, what he said on on tuesday uh, on tuesday for delhi bashiru but that were a bit uh unorthodox let's uh, <laughs> let's, let's say but uh but yeah it, it was just an observation that i uh that i made did you did you see on the on the scoreboard when it i think when, it, when we scored two when made it two nil and it still said one nil when it when it came up like goal, oh, yeah, and it said, one nil, and then they put they put their one up in there that got ruled out for offside or something, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it were, I think it was said two one at one point. It was like, wait, oh, I've no idea. <laughs> at least it didn't say shh, or what it, what it used to say with that old with that old scoreboard. But uh, but yeah, right. Let's um, let's get on to Plymouth then. Um, yeah, nil nil, probably one of the most boring games that I've ever witnessed. I mean, I'm. I was there today. Um, like I said, took uh, took my two kids, Hallie and Freddie. To Hallie had been to the uh, the Lincoln game when I was moving house, so it's not her first game, but um, it certainly was Freddie's Freddie's first game. So, but yeah, it was it wasn't um, a thriller. It wasn't a spectacle, <laughs> and I'm I bet ITV were absolutely thrilled when um, you know that they, they picked this game to to put on, you know, <laughs> tell it on telly. Yeah, like. I mean, it was just it for me. It looked like two sides. I mean, first of all, I'll go to the the, the starting lineup. Hats off to, to Darren Moore. We put a poll out um, earlier on, and it, to be fair, it split opinion. Uh, you know, asking whether we you know play a strong starting lineup on on Sunday in the FA Cup, or whether we rotated and perhaps played some of the uh, some of the players that have you know he likes Luongo and Byers and people like that. Personally, I thought I wanted him to play a strong lineup. I thought, like you said. Let's kick on and let's keep the momentum going, type thing. Exactly, yeah. But hand on heart, I thought it's Darren Moria. He's, ne- I think he's, he's only made. I think every week he's been two or more changes. I was going to say first time we've made one change in it. I know, yeah. And he made, he only made one change. Berahino came in for Gregory, which fair enough. Like, yeah. I thought that were that's all right. That were acceptable. He's kept the 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 rest of the squad together. He's played the same uh, same sort of formation and what have you. But I just thought that there was at, we we spoke about. Sunderland, there being intensity and stuff, but they were none, not not even like not even from Plymouth either. They were like like going through the motions. Yeah, it was a almost. strange game, wasn't it? I think we we um, we we were good until the final third. I think a lot of the build up was half decent. Yep, um, and we just didn't have that killer pass at the end, or just we just didn't seem switched on in the final third. Uh, and again, they just kept kind of keep. They caught us up break a couple of times, but like you say, also they didn't really do a lot either. Yeah, like like I just said, it, it, it looked as if two sides just didn't really want to win. Which, when I looked at like the side that they put out, they put a strong side out as well. I think they've 
one change from the from the side that uh, that played in, in the previous league game. So the, from the outset, it looked like two sides that were going for it. I just felt that the the way that we both played and both, like I say, it just didn't really seem like that. I don't know if we gave Plymouth a bit too, too much respect or because obviously yeah, because we got pumped maybe and we didn't want to. You know, last time, excuse me, last time we played them, but um, they were saying. I think they said. Because uh, I didn't, I didn't go today. Because I was, uh, I was at a thirtieth last night, so I was oh, a, yeah. a little bit tender this morning. Let's say a bit worse for wear, were you? <laughs> Just a little bit. So uh, <laughs> I gave it a miss. But they were saying on the build-up uh, on on our TV before the game that they thought they might cancel each other out because they were playing similar, in similar ways and similar styles and whatever else and similar formation. I think. Yeah, um, I go with that. That to be to be fair, it did, it did seem that way that they, it were. There weren't many chances. Do you know what I mean? Like, all right, later on in the second half, we had a lot more of the ball and, and a lot more chances and what. I mean, we, we were putting them in under a lot of pressure. We just obviously didn't make it count. But in the first half, especially, I just thought it were a bit of a, it were a bit of a snooze fest. Like, to, to be fair, I weren't that excited about, you know, Wednesday Plymouth in the FA Cup first round. Anyway, it's not no. really. A, do you know what I mean? Like, it's. I always feel like that. You no, know, when when you play against a side in the that's in the same league as you in a cup game. He just doesn't have that same feel, does it? He doesn't feel... Because you, you play him twice already in the season, isn't it? Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? and then obviously we've got to get this, this game and then another game until you get to the... When the... The big guy, the big, the big, the the big, big guns come in, yeah. Come in and it's worth actually, you know... Like yeah. I said, it, like we said previously, I, I like the idea of Man U yeah. at Old Trafford or even at Old Brigade full. But if you don't get one of them draws, it's just like, oh... Oh, yeah, we're gonna get I mean, so far and probably get beaten. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mind when you play like a a, a minnow, like a I don't know Salisbury or a Sutton. A yeah, but we got obviously their highest, well, the highest position team in there. Yeah, the basically <laughs> the, 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 you know statistically the best team that you could have that we yeah. could have drawn. But uh, I, I mean, I, for me, yeah, it were nil nil. I've got to I've got to draw positives. All right, it was a dull, boring game of football. And you could have said we perhaps should have shaded it in the in the second half, but to draw a positive from it is like you just said, we got pumped three nil by pretty much the same side. Uh, they weren't, you know, they didn't make many changes from that team that beat us three nil. All right, our, our side, you know, our team were a bit different, but like we could, they they were clearly the best better side on that day when we beat us three nil. Probably the best side that we've come up against. The fifteen games unbeaten, the top of the league, full of confidence, playing well, and. They've struggled to beat. Well, they've, they've well they haven't beat us, have they? They've we've drawn nil nil with them. They've only had a few chances. All right, they've probably argued had, arguably had the best chance where Peacock Fowles made an absolute fantastic save. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and then, then Wing's Wing, got it off the line, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah. Um, but other than that, we've nullified them. And actually, you know, it, when you when you're looking at it, it's not like we've played a weakened side and they've played a weakened side. They were they were the there was two strong lineups. So you've got to take positive that that we've held them and. That, you know, it, it wasn't as bad as what some people have been making out. Yes, it was boring, and yes, we go to the football to be entertained. And no, we were probably expecting a bit more, you know, from the after the three nil on uh, on Tuesday against Sunderland. But all right, you know, it. We, you, like I said, you've got to, you've got to take some positives out of it for me. Well, yeah, and you've got to think as well. You know, we've had quite a lot of games in quick succession, haven't we? So. Yeah. Are they, you know, is it an effect of that for both teams, really, you know? Were they... But, but, but like you say, I just think it's another it's another game we've not conceded a goal. Yep, yep, and true. 
and another game we've not we've not lost. So, like you say, I, I just think there was in the second half. I do think we should have. There was that wing chance at the end. Oh, mate! Like it's come to a totally wrong player, hasn't it? Yeah, so, and wing, he could have w- hit it first time. I think I don't know. He just seemed. to... I mean, I don't think Wings played terribly the last couple of games. No, but like you said a couple of weeks ago with the Cambridge game, he's devoid of confidence massively. Oh, yeah. You know, like. yeah, and you thought, well, you'd have thought maybe after midweek he might be a bit more confident. Not saying that he had a blinder, but I've got nothing bad to say about him, so that's all he's really had an all right game. No, but I think he had a few. He did have a few chances. You, know, you, you just feel like if, he, if it comes to someone else, if it comes to a Gregory, yeah. he's going to stick that you know, in back at net. Although saying that... Gregory did have a chance that I thought, you know, he did well to, you know, he nodded it down, he got past his man, and then he that first, that well, his second touch, it, it just took him away from goal, and you know, he, he's hit it. I think he's hit it straight at the keeper and, and what have you. And for me, he should have hit that first time. Um, I don't know why he didn't. He's probably look, looking back and he's probably thinking exactly the same. Yeah, and there was Barry, you know, had a chance in he as well. I think. Yeah, draw, yeah. Draw a save. The thing is, though, it just shows it's, it's just football, isn't it? Tuesday night, we had four shots on target. We scored three of them. Today, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I've not checked the stats. Eight, I think, eight shots we've had, and I think it was four on target, I think. And there you go, we've not scored any of them. It's just the way it goes sometimes, isn't it? And yeah. we still created chances. It wasn't as, like you say, maybe off Tuesday night, we would have preferred a league game not against top of the league or someone who's high up there. Yeah. Purely to try and maybe play the same way as we did. But I, I think coming up against Plymouth, we weren't going to play the same style we did, even though I know Sunderland are up there. And I know what you mean. One though. of the better teams. Yeah, you, have, um, you do have to show me a little bit of respect, I suppose, don't you? Because you, the last thing Darren Moore wanted is, is to get hammered again. Like, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Because then you've gone backwards, haven't you? Yeah, and, and you can't have the excuse that you've rotated your squad either. Um, but, I mean... One one player I wanted to uh, shout out. He didn't start, but he came on, and I thought he made the he, when he did come, come on, he made a massive difference. And that with Deli Bashiru, yeah. I thought when he cut me off, he made three changes, which I was a bit like, oh, "Chuffing hell, what's what's Darren doing here? Three changes all at once, forgetting that they had the uh, the five subs rule in the uh, in the FA Cup." Yeah, I had exactly the same. I was like, "He's made all his subs, all his subs." <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I think everyone was the same actually. But you know, Deli Bashiru, come on and. He's so strong. Like they were one. They were, I don't know what play. I think it was their number number seven. I think it was. It looked very much like Barry Bannon. I think that's just that blonde hair. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but they were you one. Mean, I know what you mean. And he, he just bounced off him in this in the in the center circle and like he's on, he's on the deck and Deli Bashir was like, you can have some of that kind of thing. Yeah, I just, do think like um, I can't remember what game it was where they obviously had him and uh, Adeni had a good run together. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a game in between where they didn't really light it up. I think that were Wimbledon when they played really uh, played well. well, and then uh, the next game obviously Cambridge where they didn't play as well. But yeah, yeah I know yeah. exactly what you mean. It might be the game after that when again they just didn't because I think was it Bashiru who scored against Cambridge? Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably the game after that. No, that'd be Lincoln, but you thought then, it'd be it, harsh, yeah. wouldn't you? That that he gets dropped because he does bring that that energy, and it just seemed, I think, in even on Tuesday uh, when we played Sunderland, Adeniran seemed to play a bit of a different role to what he had been playing before as well. Do you not think? Kind of breaking it up a bit more and yeah, a bit more defensive than what well, he had been. Yeah, because at the start of the season we were all like 
thinking, Jesus Christ, who's this, who's this Dennis Adenovin that we've got? He was like absolutely world class. And I think you're right what you're saying there. He has gone, I won't say gone off the boil, but I haven't noticed him as much. Oh, I think I think on against Sunderland they were still brilliant because he's just he's doing a different role, like you yeah, said. yeah, yeah. And he he breaks it up and I I, I like, but like I say, I don't know because a wing. I'm not raving about him, but also other than the chance he missed today. Yeah, I've not really got really. a grumble about him either. So a bit like Kieran Lee. Yeah, I always I always mention about Kieran Lee about how the fact that you never really noticed that he were there, but when he didn't play, you you really and, that, and that's a bit like Lewis Wing. He's not he's not a world beater, isn't it? But he just does a job. Yeah, and, and I think job well. I think we were asking for him. You know, he seemed to nash a few tackles the first couple, of, like the first spell he had in. But then yeah. against Sunderland, he did put himself about a bit, and like yeah. today, he was there to clear one offline. Yeah. So I don't know. I love I love Bashiru though. I just like like you said, he's strong. He's he'll, positive though. He'll run at him. Yeah, exactly. And they'll nine times out of ten, depending what team it is, shit themselves <laughs> and don't know what to do. Yeah. They're like, well, yeah, I saw that. I've, I've, that's exactly what I've got written down here. I've got just you know. FDB the difference positive and running at the defense and I think that's what was lacking in that in in today's game against Plymouth like we didn't have anyone that were taking it because Barry Baden he, he doesn't run it you know he doesn't run it yeah, any, yeah. anyone does he he's, I don't think he's any just took anyone on in his life to be fair <laughs> but uh, you know but delegate Deli Bashiru gets it and that's it all he, all he's looking for is you know who to who to run past who to run into almost but uh you know and smash him out of the way but yeah i think i thought when he come come on i thought that were a, a good change to make and um like you said there he's, he's a bit um harsh that he has been dropped but end of the day you've got, you've got a squad of however many players is 20 odd players right some of them's injured but You've got to utilise them. That, that, oh, 100%. That. And it was like today when um, he brought Gregory on for Canberra, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. And I was a bit like, looking at the game, I was surprised Berahino didn't go off, to be honest with you. Yeah. But he's obviously thinking, I want to use him in the league. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I said exactly the same thing to the uh, Favre-in-law. I was like, so we both said the same, like, I'd have thought Berahino would come, come off. Cause it, but then again, you're thinking... Leave Berahino on if he gets a goal that does his confidence the world good. Yeah, and it's not exactly it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work out. It's only a, in the cup games, and then yeah, like you said, you know, rest Canberra because he's probably going to be playing against Gillingham on on Saturday. So cause, because I I thought that Gregory and Canberra that's like a bit of a like almost like a bit of a strike partnership that they were. Yeah, I think I think like I said on Tuesday night, we're just like we've not seen this yet because for some reason when Patterson was playing. With Gregory up front, he'll play more like a number ten, behind him, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just, it just didn't seem to work because yeah. there was a cut. I think there was one game where Patterson, literally everything Patterson flicked on, went to Gregory. That, that like, Wigan, that Wigan like, away, it might have been, and it was just like, oh yeah, this seems to be working. But then a couple of games, I mean, probably game next game was all right, and then the game after that it was just like, no, nah, this isn't working now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know exactly what you mean, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all all in all, I was saying to uh, saying to my father-in-law, like, we did we, a draw was not what we wanted at all. No. Like, it's just not only for the fact it's an extra game, but just the amount of travelling that they want to do. It's five hundred yeah, miles. Yeah, it's not like it, yeah, fair enough. A replay, not ideal because you know we've got pizza cup and whatever else, and 
the fixtures coming up to Christmas and that. But like you say, the fact that it's miles away as well. On a Tuesday night as like, well. I was like, would we have just been better off just popping one in his own net? Do you know what? I did, well, I didn't quite say it like that, but I was thinking, last 10 minutes, just throw a kitchen sink at it. Like, because one, you might get a goal because you've just, you know, absolutely laying it on. And two, you know, if they scored because you've literally gone... Uh, like when you play football managing, you put like gung ho. I don't think they've got that. I don't think they've got that <laughs> mentality anymore. I think that's more like when it were when it was champ manager in like two thousand two thousand and one game. But yeah, you could put gung ho on, and it never worked. You always conceded, but you, know, you were two 0 down. And you put yeah. just like fuck it, just have them going going for it. And it's yeah. like on FIFA, where you can say it's ultra attacking or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and then keeper will go up if you get a corner in ninety minute. Keeper will go up or whatever. Yeah, I'll say like, why don't we do that and just kind of just just to avoid the. Um, the replay because I, I, it's, it's not I suppose for Plymouth it don't really matter they're already, they don't have to travel do they it's an home game for them yeah. and and that and, and whatnot but I just think in, like you said in an already congested um, fixture list it's just not what we want because I think alright Tuesday in the Pizza Cup we'll come on to it in a minute again but um, we're already through in that one but it's like a chance of some silverware so I think we're going to perhaps take that uh, competition a little bit more seriously because there's not many games left, and when you when you get through to the knockouts, that you know, that's you, you change your uh, your outlook on it. But I just I just think that you know, yes, we're still in the FA Cup and the magic of the FA Cup and stuff like that. But yeah, nil nil was just not what we <laughs> no. And like you say, I think the magic of the FA Cup is when you either play the bigger teams or, like you say, you get your smaller teams. I think Buxton won today if i'm if i'm correct uh I've, to be fair i've well, not really looked at the uh the, I, all i know that there weren't many uh upsets there were like one or two or three i know sunderland lost to mansfield i think one nil as i saw that i saw that one but uh and they were uh, i think uh they were i can't remember what team were seven four i saw they were, okay <laughs> yeah i didn't see that to be fair that were yes that were yesterday so <laughs> that were a bit of a thriller um but yeah like you say the magic just like you say when you get the Someone that you played the other week and in the same league, it's a bit naff in it. But yeah. if we got one of the smaller teams, I wouldn't mind that if we did do win the next game or something like well, that. I think the draws Monday night in it. Oh, we'll yeah. find out who we're potentially playing. Um, Before we do move on as well, just something that I, um, like I say, I was watching on the telly and I think it was uh, Dixon, Lee Dixon, who was doing the oh yeah the commentary. Bannon was putting a corner in. And he said, "Oh, I've been watching. I was watching Bannon's corners from the uh, from Tuesday night over the last couple of games." He said, "You know, for his research." Oh yeah. Like, and he says, and he sometimes puts one arm up, and then next time he puts two arms up. I don't know why he bothers because they all go in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> Something along those lines. I think I said I, that last week. Yeah, yeah, that's what made me laugh. And I was, I, I tried to, I wanted to rewind it until I try and record it and send it to you. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that, that's, I think what he does, he puts two hands over just to wave at the fans, like on the, in the cop or whatever. I think that's what he does because, uh, yeah, they're. Um, it don't mean. I said last week, it don't mean anything, does it? Really, I think we had eight, six or eight corners again today. Um, yeah, that's what I was mean, thinking. In, um, in the second half, I was just like, God, here we go again. We might, have, uh, might as well just pass it short, really. We only we? had, I think, we only had one against. Sunderland. Yeah, and we yeah. won 3 0. So sometimes you think we may as well just give them a goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a, or a free kick or something like that, or whatever. Or whatever. It's, uh, but the thing is, you know, just on set pieces, you know, when I think this has just been just because I'm a Sheffield Wednesday fan, but whenever the other team gets a corner or a free kick or anything like that, I just think 
it's going to be a goal. Yeah, yeah. I was the, I was the exact same on, uh, especially while we were there on Tuesday night. I was like, oh god. Yeah, I just Here think. We go. I just, yeah, like when you get free kick, <laughs> Here we go like, again. Yeah, like tw- 20, 25 yards out. I think I just think this is going to be top bins. This like <laughs> it's like per, <laughs> post-traumatic stress in it. What do you call it? Uh, it's post- like oh god, it's corner again. <laughs> we're going to concede. We're going to concede. I know. I, 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 I don't know why, but then whenever we get a free kick, I just think it's we ne- you know. I, that's the point, actually. When was the last time we scored a direct free kick? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It must be like Adam Reach or someone like that. Brandon, were... Brandon scores one, maybe. <sighs> I'm sure someone listening will, will probably tell us, but... Uh... Forest area, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. back a few years now. <laughs> Wheeling. <laughs> Waddle. <laughs> Honestly, I, I can't recall the last time we've... I mean, to be fair, I can't recall the last time... We... Like, I think it's just because when we get a free kick, it's just always like, well, Barry, Barry Banner's just going to cross it in. Like, we never just have a have a go and have a have a dig. Yeah, I've got, he, I mean, he used to... I mean, Banner, I think the last time we'd scored a direct free, it must be Banner. I think Banner must have scored one in the last couple of seasons. No, no, I Not that I can remember, but... You'd think sometimes he'd have a pop, wouldn't you? You would, actually, and we just never do. I don't know why it is. Probably because he's, like, shit at him. Yeah, I wrote that down, actually, as well, just... It just while it's popped into my head, I think just in the last couple of games as well, we have had, we've been having more pop shots. We've been shooting a bit more from yeah, positions we've not. And fair enough, Canberra had one. Uh, <laughs> Went out for a throw in, I think, nearly. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, what we've seen obviously the first couple of games, Gregory will be there to sweep it up if he if he yeah if he parries it or whatever else. And I just it's just something I noted down when I was watching earlier. Um, I think it's good that we're doing that as well. You've got to, again, you've got to realise that we're League One, which means that these goalkeepers are League One goalkeepers. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. You know, like Bailey Peacock Farrell, for, for as much as he's a good goalkeeper, he's prone to making mistakes. He has his moments, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, so you've got to, so all the all the goalkeepers, you might get the odd one that has an absolute blinder, but have the shots, you know, if, if keepers getting peppered with shots left, right and centre, he's going to be thinking, fucking hell, like... Do you know what I mean? What's that, what's happening here? Do you know what I mean? Like you just have a go. What, what's that saying? You, know, you don't you don't win a raffle if you don't buy a ticket. And yeah, I think yeah, sometimes exactly, yeah. we we've, we've fell foul of like kind of trying to pass it in the back of the net. And- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Especially when, you know, when it's a bit greasy or when, when it's been oh, raining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fizz it in and... What can I have a shot and make keeper? Like, like you said, Gregory's going to mop it up and he's going to... He's gonna pick up all them scraps and what have you. So, I mean, all all in all, I mean, I asked um, I asked on Twitter um, who the man of the match was, and it was like a, I think I think Dunkley's just edged it. I think I think of the four out of chose were Dunkley, Johnson, uh, Bailey Peacock, Farrell, uh, and Barry Bannings. If you yeah, I think mentioned. I think um, 
especially first half today as well. I think Palmer was decent as in going forward. Yeah, he wanted to drive was, forward. He was didn't going he? forward down the right hand side. I thought he was he was decent and like I say, it just seemed to be today. We couldn't get that next bit right. Yeah. Corbiano was a bit quiet. Uh, to be fair, he were marked out of the game. I was watching that, and their number eight on that far side, he was just man-marking him for the whole game. Like, literally, didn't give him an inch. So, it, it's hard, you know, it's harder for the best of times, isn't it? But when, you, when you've got someone just on you constantly like that, you're not going to get much of the ball. And when you do get it, you've got someone that's, you know, harassing you and trying to get it straight off you kind of thing. So, it's on your toes, like, so. So, I think it's a bit, to say that, like, you were at a bad game would be a bit would be a bit harsh. Yeah, they just... Had, they just Played him out the game. Well, they've obviously watched Sunderland and gone, this Corbiano is a bit of a... We need to sort him out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they've just, just, yeah, right, you just mark him out of the game. And and it's worked, hasn't it? Because we didn't, you know, we tried to pass it to him, tried to give him as an outlet, but it it just didn't quite, it didn't quite work. But um, one person I want to mention is is Johnson. Uh, I thought he had their number nine in his back pocket. Like, I, I... I've, I've t- I tweeted it as well earlier, saying that Johnson as a left centre back is suddenly not becoming a, a strange choice anymore, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's he's been all right again. He was all right. I think in the first ten minutes against Sunderland, he gave the ball away a few times, and yeah. I was a bit like squeaky bum Here time. We go. <laughs> yeah. um, but then after that, he made some challenges, and yeah, he's, he's looking all right again. I think once people are back, yeah, he don't play there. Does I he, don't yeah. think he he'll be playing there, but. Fair play to him. He's, you know, he's getting better every time he's playing there. Well, one he f- can only take your hat off to him because he, he don't, let's be honest, he probably do not want to be playing there either. <laughs> probably not, no. But, you know, <laughs> you, play, you play where you put, don't you, really? But uh, one thing, just going back to the Sunderland game uh, for a second, one thing I didn't realise was um, Corbiani spoke after the game and he, he mentioned how when he were on the, like, just in front of the south stand, in front of Darren Moore, obviously Darren Moore were telling him, you know, what he wants him to do and things like that. And, and like, almost like, coaching him throughout the game but then obviously when he were on the other side um he had Johnson who were doing that for him like telling him what he needs what he needs to do and like kind of helping him throughout the, throughout the game and, and stuff which you perhaps don't realize that I mean if you sat there you probably could hear, could hear him but like you, you don't realize that that's another part of the game like Marvin Johnson's been around the block for, oh, a, yeah, for definitely, a few years yeah. he's been there done that he's pl- that is his position where Kobe Anu's playing he's probably not got the legs anymore which is why he's doing what he's doing but he's he's you know he's telling him what he needs to do i don't know what he's telling him like just run maybe he'll, yeah yeah and just or <laughs> run and do a step how over how to, how to get the better out of the man he's playing against maybe i don't know but yeah no i didn't hear that to be fair that's good i like that cause... yeah like you, you want him to i mean t- today i saw that um i think canberry uh i don't know if it would start the second half uh where obviously the team came out and gregory's warming up and canberry and gregory had a bit of a brief chat like before the start of the second half and obviously I don't know what was said and what have you but I like said to my father-in-law that that's what you want to see like Gregory's not playing he probably wants to be on the pitch but he's obviously telling Canberra something that I've ever seen or give him some encouragement or or what have you that's you you want that you don't want players that aren't playing to just like kind of sulk and be you know disappointed and what have you you want them to yeah and not playing for themselves like they're obviously they Hearing stuff like that makes you think, like like we were saying obviously last week about uh, the disagreements and maybe arguments that are going off. Yeah, but then that stuff kind of backs up the other way. You know, they look out for each other and they they want to be giving each other advice, not 
playing for themselves, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, who, who would you say man at match were then against uh, Plymouth? I know it's hard because it were a bit of a shit game, like, but... I don't know. I couldn't give you one. <laughs> I, I've, got to, I've got to say Dunkley, Dunkley. To, be, to be fair. Yeah, I, thought, I know, I can give it. Again, he just did exactly the same as he did against Sunderland. He just dealt with everything. Everything that came in, the interceptions, you know, uh, I don't think he put a foot wrong. Um, even his passing were a bit better, to be fair. I don't, again, I don't think he made any mistakes. It's weird, isn't it, how we're talking about, like, who were the best player? Who, did, who made the least mistakes? Is that the Wednesday way? You know, like, yeah. who's, who fucked up the least kind of thing? But I, I don't think he... No, no, but that's the thing, isn't it? Like, the last few weeks... We've had things to pick apart and people who have made mistakes and whatever else. But when you're going now, oh, such and such maybe didn't have a, you know, like wing. He didn't have a worlder, but yeah. also... He didn't make any mistakes. They can't grumble either, other, yeah. than they want, other than that miss at the end. But also, do you think it was a penalty? Uh, when I were there, because it was in front, in front of me and I sat on the south stand, 100%. I thought, it was, I thought first time watching it, it was a pen. I've not seen a replay, so uh, I still think it could have. It was one of them. You're not surprised it was, you know. The way I you saw it, you wouldn't have been surprised either way. The, yeah, the way I saw it though, it went out for a goal kick, right? So I've not seen if it if it comes off him or whatever. But if if it's if the referee thinks that our, that uh, Richard Epo, I think Richard Epo went down. Richard Epo, but you know, one of the one of the two, yeah. yeah. But if he thinks that our players touched it last or first, whatever, then. And it's gone out for a goal. Gone out for a goal kick. Then surely he's been clattered, and and the the defender's not got the ball. That's that. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. No, agreed. Yeah, do you know what I mean, like, and it looks, to be fair, the keeper. It was the keeper for me. Yeah, because the keeper came sliding in as well. But again, I think it was one of them. Like, if it was given, you wouldn't have been surprised. But then at the same time, there was enough. But I I, mean, initially, I thought it was watching it. You see them giving all the time. If it, if it were Plymouth, a bit. I wouldn't be that annoyed. No, well, no. I'd, be, I'd be annoyed at giving the penalty away, but I wouldn't be like annoyed at the, at the I referee. Think the pundits, the pundits on the telly said Stonewall could have been a pen. Well, I don't think they said Stonewall, but it wouldn't have been. I think ref bottled it. To be fair, like the ref, I know he was just been uh, praising the referee at Sunderland, and this referee were a bit shy. To be fair, like loved a whistle, didn't he? Yeah, like whistle every two, every two minutes, and again it were a bit stop start. But yeah, I mean, um, like. I'd, I'd, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd shout a penalty. But to be fair, I shout for anything. If you if you see <laughs> me at match, it's his, <laughs> his chest and down, I do that. Referee. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, one of, I'm one of them ones. I'm that annoying fan that just shouts for everything. To be fair, I get a bit animated when I get to the football. Like, Hannah came with me today, obviously, because Brooke took the kids and she told me to sh- to be quiet and shut up a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> Well, it's actually quite funny because I, I bumped into my pal a few times and it turns out he's, we sit on the back row of the front section of the cop. Oh, yeah. And he's he's using his mate's ticket at the moment, and he sits at the front of the thing, and he says, I, I just sit and watch you more than I watch my mate, because <laughs> I'm having a great laugh at you, and I thought, I don't even realise we're getting that animated. Mate, I'm, I get proper animated, me. Like, I don't even, it, it's not like, I don't think about it. It just happens. Like I, I can't. Yeah, it's like a, uh, to be fair, I think I used to be like it when I was younger, and then... I mean, I don't know, but the the COVID season, I don't think I was too bad. But then this year again, I'm I'm, I'm fully into it again now. And Do you know what? When, <laughs> when I see a, like when you watch the highlights back and you see a goal, and obviously like the, you see the crowd behind, and when a goal goes in, I see some fans like just this is not just Sheffield Wednesday. This is like just any football fan, and they're just like doing like a slow clap. 
And I think he just hits it from like 35 yards, top corner. <laughs> Absolute world it. And he's just doing a bit of a slow clap, like as if it's like you're watching some ballet or something. I think... Might have been the wrong end. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're clearly cheering for their team. And I just think like... I could, I'm going berserk, mate. I don't know if you saw um, the Cheltenham game uh, when uh, when Dunkley scores and there's some fans on the on like the on the oh, side. Oh, he falls over, he falls over, Odin or something. Yeah, yeah, he proper stacked it. That'd be me. That like, yeah. getting, getting proper excited and just like making absolute. Well, that was like myself. Um, when Tuggar scored at Bramall Lane. Oh yeah. Me and my friend went, and we got tickets next to each other. What we didn't realise is they were one either end at stairwell. <laughs> so, so when he scored, when he scored, we jumped in the middle of the stairs, and, oh. and obviously everyone's done the same. Everyone stood up, and we ended up. I think ten we're only about down. ten rows. We think we're only ten rows back from the front anyway. So we nearly ended up on the pitch. <laughs> Quality. I mean, I want to put it out to everyone that's listening. Um, how animated do you get at the uh, at, at the match? Like, give it a one out of ten. Like ten being, well, the, that guy at the Cheltenham game, like falling <laughs> falling over onto the pitch, and and zero being well, like them play them fans that just do the slow clap when there's a when there's a goal go- going. You know what I mean? Well, another thing to mention, by the way, I, I sat in the posh seats uh, today. I, I was on the south stand. Oh, what on the uh, the padded? Uh... Well, I went, all right. I went on the I went on the posh seats then, but I was in the posh stand. Oh, okay. I was on the uh, on the south stand. I thought I'd give that a whirl. Uh, I used to sit in the grandstand when I were uh, when I were younger. When I were yeah, a, I sat in the grandstand when I were well, a kid. Yeah. But um, since then, I've been on the north. But I thought, no, I'll give a I'll give the south a whirl. A bit more, uh, bit more leg room and what have you. And uh, very nice. Yeah, but it's dull as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there they weren't they, many there. There was the today seven and a half thousand. They were there, but. Uh, it's just there's no singing. There's no. They brought about six hundred, didn't they? They brought quite a few, yeah. to be fair. I look, I look the, the coach was setting off at uh, half three this morning. They said, "Yeah, half three, like to get to get here, like." I didn't get home till half four, so I didn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been late. <laughs> yeah, but no, like fair play to them. Like, like that's the you know for a twelve. Oh yeah, kickoff. no, definitely. That's what they were saying on the telly. To be fair, like there were six, seven hundred out of him. And and do, do you know what? As well, another observation: like they put them in the bottom. Um, in the in the bottom tier of the of the south of the uh, the away end, and I don't know why they don't do that more often. Because how many times when you watch the highlights back on the telly, it looks like there's nobody there's there. Nobody there, yeah. Because yeah. they're just all in the top tier, and like I, d- I just don't know why they don't do it more often. Because it just looks better, just purely for how it looks on the TV more than anything. And and they're like, uh, I don't know if you couldn't buy tickets on the north higher up, but they kind of yeah, it was section, weren't it? Like, yeah, they like shut it shut it off halfway halfway up, just kind of condense it a little bit more which kind of worked really but uh yeah when it's on the telly when it's 12 o'clock and on a sunday you're not going to get that many people no. going are you really even, even if it was only a tenner yeah so. on itv as well not even on sky it's like well <laughs> yeah you know, bt or all like that is it so yeah that were that were it um yeah so i mean i'm just gonna move on well before we do move on um i just want to uh just want to talk about uh your ball control liam <laughs> I'm not talking about football either, by the way. I'm talking about the uh, the lawnmower 3.0. Um, I mean, I'm going to say it now. Yeah, Manscaped got in touch with us, and uh, they've uh, you know they've they've hooked it up hooked it up with some uh, some amazing discount for uh, for the listeners and what have you. Um, and they sent us some uh, sent us you know the stuff to try and what have you. And I must admit, it caused a bit of an argument with me and my missus because. Uh, she thinks I'm seeing someone else. Cause she, <laughs> honestly, like she, she, she's like, why are you suddenly making an effort? We, you know, like down there. Do you know what I mean? And uh, so I explained to her that I've been using this lawnmower 3.0. I said it's got it's got a little light on it and everything. And she thinks I'm making it up. 
like honestly, like she's she's not she's not buying into it at all. Like so, yeah, it's, it, it caused a bit of a. <laughs> mate, you've got to give it a whirl, mate. Been sent here. I know, like yeah, I mean, the, obviously the, the the kit that it come with, like the the ball toner, the ball deodorant. Now, I don't know about you, but that ball deodorant has been an absolute lifesaver, mate. I actually gave it a whirl for the first time uh, when I was when I was uh, finishing my miles off last week. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I mean, have you ever had that where you're walking? when you're walking along and then you have to do that like kind of weird walk to try and get your balls from uh, from inside of your leg what are you doing that honestly it's like like the women don't understand like honestly like it's it, it does a bit strange but you've got to do it you? and people a little, uh, shuffle like yeah a little bit of a shuffle a bit of a like yeah you look like you've shit yourself but uh but honestly like with, with that none of that at all it's like absolute absolute lifesaver um Thank God. But yeah, like I said, the guys at Manscaped, they reached out to us, got in touch, um, and we're delighted to say that we've been able to give you all um, 20% off your order and free shipping as well. So all you need to do is head over to manscaped.com uh, and use the code WTIDPOD. Uh, the link will be in the uh, in the show notes um, and you can get your discount. Perfect for, perfect for Christmas coming up as well around the yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah, good little gift. You get a little, uh, it's got like a wash bag where you can put everything in as well. So Yep, that's, uh, that's good. I mean, on, on that little light as well, at first, I'd have picked it up and looked at it i thought why did it lie on your uh on your little um bowl trimmer but but actually it's uh you do it in the dark now which is <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't have to know i'll just do it that makes it even worse if she thinks you... <laughs> if it's not for her why are you doing it in dark <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want, if you want to uh, click on the link in the in the description, get your twenty percent off, uh, which is an absolutely amazing, uh, amazing deal, and it also helps the show as well. So uh, uh, if you can do that, then then yeah, you you can always you can also uh, get your balls trimmed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, now I just want to um, just want to move on um, to just uh, talk about the fans, really. Uh, I've got written down here, fickle fans. Now, I know all fans are the same. Yeah, football fans are fickle, but I do feel, I feel that, I was saying this to one of my mates last night, I feel like Wednesday fans are up there. We've got to be there at least top five most fickle fans. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's going to be people listening to this thinking like, no, I still think more out. I don't, you know, I don't agree with him and this, that and the other. And yeah, yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, and then, you, you know, it, it just made me it just made me laugh. I know we've already, we've already said the fact that you've got to like embrace the you know, the good result and, you know, and, and enjoy it and things like that. But then it was three and a up and you get the, coming from the cop, the uh, Darren gears away. Darren, Darren. <laughs> yeah, it just felt so uh, like, yeah, like last ironic, week, didn't it? Last like, week, but- it's like, Booing at half time and well, it was like thinking it that um, clip of uh, Colin. Oh yeah, Colin uh, Wanker. Yeah, yeah. Where um, they've got cameras on him and they go, "Warnick, give us away." Warnick goes, "Give him a fucking way. They'll be calling me out next week." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it just made me laugh a bit more than anything. I mean, I'm probably, um, I'm probably guilty of it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, there's certain things, and like you say, when when. Like, well, like last week when we were moaning for the whole episode pretty much, you know, when it's constant, same thing over and over again, you're going to have a grumble and moan and whatever else. But I think I just, I, I was never more out anyway, so. No, no neither was um, I. But then, like I said, it's just, I think at half time tune up against Sunderland, I went down 
had a chat with one of my mates and I had a quick look on my phone and the official, the Facebook, you know, 2-0 at half time. <laughs> yeah. And someone had commented saying, only 40% possession though at home. I'm thinking, bloody, do you want the world? Like, what do you want? I know, you've got to accept. We're 2-0 like, up. Like, I'll, who, I gives, who gives a toss look at Wickham, like you said before? Wickham average 35% possession. I know. But they win... They score goals. Well, the so, second or third in league, aren't they? Absolutely it just, it, it just made me laugh, though. But like you say, it's all... that. That's that's part of the... For me, part of the matchday experience, isn't it? Listening to everybody else grumble or everyone else's view and you're thinking, what are you on about? It's, it just makes... To be fair, they were booze at full time at, uh, today. I thought I was going to ask you that. I, I, I didn't, it was some at half time as well. I didn't really hear the ones at half time, but I heard the ones at full time and I just thought... I get, I get, I get. Have a day off. <laughs> I get the booing. Like, if you're not happy with the performance and stuff like that, like, you're, everyone's entitled to have their opinion and stuff I, like I that. I get it. I do but get it. I don't think that performance today warranted no, a boo. Like, for God's sake, the top at league, they've spanked us three nil previously, and we've, you know, it's nil nil. Like, yeah, it's a boring game of football, but uh, yeah, it were, it didn't, it didn't need a nil. No, no, and I think, nil. like I say, it was boring, but. We weren't shocked. The build-up was good. It just didn't have that last. I don't think it was like we it, we it were boring. We gave the ball away loads and whatever else. It was a shocking performance, were it? No, Do you know what no, I mean? It were, we were probably on top, to be fair. And like I say, any other day, Winger have scored that. Well, he might uh, he might not have, but someone else might, <laughs> might have scored that, and we've nicked yeah. a one nilla. Yeah, and then you threw it to the second round. So, and it's I, no, I don't it? think it was. And the thing, I'm sorry, but. I don't. I don't think. I mean, fair enough. It's not good like what we did before, conceding late goals, chucking points away. But I think booing, <laughs> no, is when you fought like like Plymouth away. That yeah, fair enough. That might have warrant a boo three no whatever. Yeah, but today didn't warrant booing. No, especially after Tuesday night. I know. Yeah, that, that, that it's just it's just one of those things, isn't it? you know the. Like I said at the top, the fickle fans and what have you. Like it wouldn't be football if, if oh, we no, weren't. Oh, of course not. And then, and don't get me wrong. Next league game, if we go back to how we were playing before, I wouldn't be surprised to hear booze again. But we'll see. Hopefully not. Yep, definitely. Now we've we've mentioned these three quite a few times uh, throughout the course of um, of today's episode. But I just want to mention like Dunkley, Johnson, and Canberra. Just like on the whole, perhaps for the last. For Dun- Dunkley and Johnson, especially for the last two or three uh, games, Canberra for the last two, uh, definitely, is just how they've surprised me more than anything. Like, when I see that that like back three of you know, Dunkley and Johnson and Palmer, it doesn't fill me with a great deal of confidence, I must admit. Like, no. they're, they're not the first choice. No, they're not the people that I'm going to put there straight away. But we are struggling. We haven't got a lot of depth in, in defence. Um, and, we, you know, it is what it is. But I think they've... They've like they've just pulled together and they've they've put a shift. I mean, they took two clean sheets. Like as a defender, if you keep a clean sheet, that's that's all you need to do in it. Yeah, yeah. And like the thing is, it was like when you were saying before. Actually, Sunderland uh, lad, I sit with. He was just like, if you'd have put this team in front of me at the start of the season <laughs> and said this were going to be a starting eleven yeah. for Wednesday this season, I wouldn't. Have, I'd have told you. You know what I mean? I'd have yeah. told you where to go, but. And the thing is, obviously, it's not ideal. We've got injuries. Um, you know, the first game they all played together, it might have been a bit sketchy, but it's obviously worked. And they've they've been working. They must have been working hard on it because they kept two clean sheets. Exactly. That's, you can't really grumble it, can you? And I just thought today, like the fact that like I said 
when Johnson's been playing at. We called him out at the, at the start of the you know start of the year. The pe- people that have been listening to his podcast uh, for a while will know that we we were getting you know slating Johnson. To be fair, like saying it, you were terrible and he, you know you weren't. He was probably one of like the worst performers, but he's actually like like you said, he probably didn't want to play left centre back. He probably laughed when Darren Moore said, "But mate, like you know you're, you're playing in defence." He probably thought, "Really?" Like, but but actually, he's not. He didn't put a foot wrong today, to be fair. Like, like I said, they're number nine. He looked like he was having a terrible time. Like, he couldn't get past him. He was he was picking up every every ball. You know, he was tackling and he was just doing everything that you need. To, you know, that you want him to do. And and he, he didn't really. I said he didn't really put a foot put a foot wrong. So I would just. It's just weird, isn't it? Our football. We've just just been speaking about fickle fans, and it's just so strange how a few weeks can rapidly change you. Oh yeah, you like. And I think Dunkley's. You always know that Dunkley's been capable of performance since he has been putting in. Yeah, he'd just not been there at certain points before. Is that perhaps um, down to the fact he's not been playing that much as well? Because yeah, like, he's, he's had a run in the team now. Hasn't he? He's had yeah, like four and, or five and, games, and in the he start. knows he's the he's playing the middle as the only natural centre half. Yeah. And he's got to perform. And yeah. maybe that's a good thing that he's had to have that. Yeah. You know, and like I say, he had, you know, he made a mistake for, or got done the better of him for that goal the other week and whatever else. But I, I, like I say, I just think two clean sheets when you've got a makeshift defence, you can't grumble at all. Like I say, they must be putting the work in because like I say, like I think we've, well, we've mentioned it the last couple of weeks, but your positioning as a centre-half is obviously the main thing. Yeah. And if you don't play there every week, it must be hard to... I got that with Johnson a few times. I thought he was drifting and he was like f- forgetting like the position that he's, that he's supposed to be playing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In, a few, in, in a few times, I think like the first time he played, played that position and I thought, where's he going? Like, what's, what's he doing here? He's left his man. And they were like, um, you know, the, the goal, the Cheltenham goal where we, we were criticising him saying that he's not picked his man up and stuff and you think you've got to appreciate that that's oh, not yeah. his and credit, position. Yeah mate, credit where credit's due and he does get obviously, he probably gets a bit more slack because he's filling in. Yeah. But he has genuinely played alright so you've got to give him you know and he must have been grafting to Well when when I put that poll out earlier and and most people you know, they've, I've not put Johnson on there and I, I ain't got people laughing at me saying why do you think Johnson's had a good game he nearly, you know, he Dunkley's just shaded it. I think he like Dunkley had forty percent of the the vote, and and Johnson had about thirty nine or something like that. So other people think it as well. I mean, it's not yeah, just yeah. us that are saying it, and, and he's he's done well. I mean, it just leads me on to to the fact, like you know, the injured players, Hutch and Iofa, especially in that defence. For you, do they go straight back in the side when they're fully fit? It's hard, isn't it? Because I think if I was playing. I'd say no. I'd say in terms of Hutch, probably not. Right, okay. I'd probably play Dunkley and Iofa mm-hmm. and All play right. four at the back. Yeah. But I think Dunkley now warrants him to, even if Hutch is fit, to have a, have a you know, keep his spot. Well, he's pitched up with a goal. He nearly got that the second one at Cheltenham. He's he, he a team of the week as well. He's not put a foot wrong. He's probably arguably the best. You know, he got the man of the match today. For, for, for as far as I'm concerned, uh, you're right. I think you're right in what you're saying. He, he he has put his foot forward and and gone like, look, Gaffer, I should be playing every week. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, it's weird though, isn't it? Because like when them two played together, it didn't seem to work. No. Whereas when I offer in 
Hutch played together, it seemed to work. But do you think we, we haven't been playing the ball out from the back as much? No. And and that's the thing, like, say when everyone's fit, do you think we'll still play five at the back? I don't, personally. Or the way that he has been playing this three. But that's the other thing as well. Like, so it's kind of coverage, isn't it? Because we've not got... Because obviously when Dom's fit, he can, he's got the pace it's to... like 10 men, in it? Yeah. He's got the pace to, if he cocks up, to be able to get back. Yeah. Or to cover his... To cover Dunkley or whoever it is. So, so what? So what happens to Johnson then? So, if you're playing four at the back, like does Johnson play left back or what? You, it's a, it's a tricky one, ain't it? Because yeah, because then it's like, oh well, he's he's put a shift in, not even playing in position, he's, and then he'll probably get dropped. It's a weird, yeah. Like we've been crying out for like consistency and stuff, and then we're saying that when when these players come back into the side, like they they go straight back yeah, in again. Maybe not then until we get a bad result or someone doesn't play very well. I don't know. It's hard. It's this difficult, isn't it? I mean, it, everyone's, you know, we, we keep slating more for making all these changes and stuff, but I'd hate to have his, I'd hate to be the, you know, the Wednesday manager because, like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't, aren't you, <laughs> yeah, really? Exactly, like, yeah. Unless you, unless you win 3 0, you know, like we've done at Sunderland, against Sunderland every week, like, whatever decision you make seems to be criticised in one, in one way or the other. And I think that, you know, for, personally, for me, off the bat, off the bat, I'd be like, yeah, Hutch and Iofa, they are the centre back pairing. I like, said it last week, I think. Yeah, like they're, they're, the, so. they're, they're the players that you play there. But these last two two games, I'm now thinking actually, like you just said, Dunkley, why not? Like it, it would be very very harsh on Dunkley to say you're not playing, just because the other two are now fit, and it's almost like, yeah, mate, you've done a good job filling in, but we've got the two. Two better players to mm. to play there, and what what that what I mean? It, well, yeah, it'd be good it'd to speak be to, there for mar- their morale as well. That's why it'd be good to speak to Giles. Like, and it's a shame he's not with us today, but like to ask him, like, what? How would you feel as a player like that? Because personally, if I were that player, I'd be thinking, it's a bit yeah. harsh. Like, I've, I've put I've, a shift in playing in a position I don't want to play in. Yeah, and now I get bombed off straight away. Yeah, you're like thinking, what's like, what's crack here, like kind of thing. But I don't, I don't know. It's a it's a difficult one. You just mentioned there playing like the. The four at the back, because if you if you stick with the formation now, like if you did, if say you did play Hutch, Iofa, and um, Dunkley, sorry, yeah, in in like a three three centre backs, then then it's harsh on Palmer because I, d- I don't think you play Palmer and Hunt because that's like playing five at the back and I don't that yeah. that's not what we did against Sunderland because then Corbiano don't fit in that side so you you know what I mean yeah you, you, then yeah you, you I have think to, I think we take it we'll have to see what happens in the next league game yeah Gillingham see, on like, Saturday yeah because both games like I say both games no one's had a stinker have they everyone's no. played all right especially Sunderland everyone played well yeah at, or at least average to you know and the same today really no one played well but no one had a shocker no so it's the first time we've had that this season where every player's done all been right, all right. Yeah. so hopefully it continues and the confidence continues and whatever else but i think as it is now it would be hard to change wouldn't it i think yeah 100 percent um just one thing i just want to mention just another observation i made in the week um i don't know if you follow uh the, the Wednesday players on Instagram or whatever, but I saw that uh, Palmer, Windass, and Gregory were all at the wrestling. Uh, I think they came to Sheffield in the in midweek. I mean, did did you, did you used to follow the wrestling? Yeah, I did when I was younger. Yeah, we, me and my stepbrother used to uh, used to watch it. And yeah, I used to watch it when I was at school. You know, like the Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, the, the Rock, Rock, Triple H. Yeah, was that Ricky Rick, Michaels, Rick, Rick Ishi, Remember that Rick one? Ishi, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> with uh, what were they called? Nine that did the worm, Scotty Suotte. Yeah, the or the Dudley Boys. Yeah, I yeah, used, yeah. I used I used to watch it Hardy Boys. Hardy Boys, yeah. I used to watch it religiously. You know the the ladder match, the cage matches. And no, stuff we like. used to go. I think we. No, I've not gone. I'm not we went. That hard, we but. went as we went when we were younger, and then when we're about. See, this is embarrassing. This. <laughs> <laughs> I say embarrassing. It's not Sonic. They were there. How I can get when we were like GCSE year, maybe. Oh yeah. We got back into it, and me and uh, me and one at lads went and watched it again. Um, for me, it's when I when I realised that it wasn't real. That's when I, I thought it were all real when I was watching it when I was a kid. Oh, I, yeah, of course you did, yeah, yeah. When I realised that it were fake and everything, it kind of weren't cool anymore. When, the, when they're dumping lorry full of sand on someone <laughs> and everything, it's, you know what's going on here? It's real, well, that. Yeah, through tables. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, try it, you try it with your mate in one at, uh, in one at classes and realise that the table don't break and he's busted his, oh, he's busted mate, his we, back. We used to do it on trampoline. Oh, yeah. We had bunk, at my dad's house, we had bunk beds and me and my stepbrother <laughs> were like, throwing ourselves off top bunk <laughs> Quality. Dislocated shoulders and <laughs> I mean, if people listening into the wrestling foot like, like yeah, happy days like crack on like. But for me, I'm just thinking. I mean, Palmer and and Gregory, they had a bit of an excuse. Cause I think they both took the kids to to watch the wrestling. But what what were Windass's excuse? By the way? <laughs> I don't know, big kid. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I, well, as far as I'm aware, I don't think he has got any kids. But uh, but but yeah, it was just uh, it just made me chuckle when I saw when I saw that they were all at the uh, at the wrestling at the wrestling and uh, when when you used to go, did you used to have like the the placard and like the the, the signs? Oh no, we, to be fair, we only went. I mean, we must have only gone once or twice when we were younger. Oh like, yeah, my stepmom's brother he, he took it a couple of times. I think you just when I when I see it now, you know, when you're flicking through Sky channels and wrestling comes on, you always stop and have a just just watch just just to see if any of the same people are still are still going, are still in it. Yeah, and uh, it just makes me giggle when I when I watch it. Like, and not not only that, just the amount of people that actually go. Like, there's like this they fill stadiums like oh yeah it's mad isn't it like, like mate the the box office ones like uh wrestlemania yeah and like all them what were that one uh, royal rumble royal rumble when they used to have like just everyone was running yeah, in yeah. the fact that gets me is like i mean I, 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 correct me if i'm wrong i don't i don't know but the fact that it is all like scripted so they're doing this royal rumble with all these people running in and like i the, think it's scripted to a point in it like where what? so it's not like they know exactly what's going to happen. No, no, no. But I think they know, like, who's going to, obviously. That's what I mean. Who's like, going to win the match? You've got but... 25 people running into a ring and they know who's going to win. That's yeah, like, yeah. So how that even yeah. work? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's a bit, um, yeah. To be fair, when you watch some of the Premiership football, I think that's like acting with, with where they're going <laughs> off, like, when they've got shot. Who it? I can't remember who it was now. I can't, were it a, a Villa player? I don't know what, but basically he got, ta- he got you know, a bit of a bad tackle, but he's like rolling on floor like it looked like a dead like a fish out of water where we were going off. It were it were terrible. But um but yeah. Uh, just another thing I want to mention is uh is Patreon as well. Obviously thanks again to Terrace who allow us to do the giveaway each and every week. Uh, for those that don't know the Terrace do all sorts of club merchandise. Um uh, so head over to the terrace store.co.uk to have a look at what they have to offer. Um now the winner of this week's uh personalized mug um is david otter so uh david send me an address uh, and the name and the number that you want on your mug uh, and i'll get that sent out to you asap um to be in with a chance of winning all you've got to do is uh, become a patron that's uh, that's as simple as that head over to patreon.com forward slash wtid pod um 
you don't only just get in, 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 uh, entered into the prize draw. You can also listen to all the interviews that we that we do. Um, we've got I can't remember how many. It's twenty seven, twenty eight interviews that you can listen to now. Um, and coming up next is we're speaking to Gordon Watson, aren't we? In a couple of days, and uh, Lloyd Owusu. So uh, that should be uh, should a be decent good. one. I can't remember much of Gordon Watson. I must be you know, no, a bit it's... early for me that one. Um, Same yeah, <laughs> but definitely Lloyd Owusu. I just he's always remembered for for being the he's called him the Minute Man, didn't they? Because he when he came on against uh, Sheffield United as a sub, well, that was his first goal, wasn't it? First goal, yeah. First that was his first appearance. He'd yeah, be, yeah. He was in. I can remember he was injured, weren't he? And he uh, yeah came on against United. I was there that day. Like I just remember it now. And, you know, he comes on, you think, oh, like like excited that we've signed Lloyd Wusu because he's of all the goals he scored at Brentford and what have you. And, yeah, from to come on, like literally, absolute dream come true in it. First minute. Edda goal. Was it written Edda? I think it was, weren't it? Chef Kikuchi hit it and it hit the post. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Paddy Kenny in goal. I think it was Paddy Kenny, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm trying to remember that now. <laughs> but yeah, like, we are speaking to uh, to both of those. Obviously, Gordon Watson, he played in that UEFA Cup side that uh, that beat... Uh, is it Scorer Luxembourg or someone like that? And then uh, Kaiser Slouten, the, uh, they played, obviously. The, I'm, I'm sure there's people that are listening that were there that, that day. So if you have got any questions for, for those two guests, then uh, you can message it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's at WTID pod on all of those. Uh, obviously, give us a follow as well. That'll be uh, that'll be brilliant. Like I said, sign up to Patreon and you can listen to those, uh, those interviews coming up. Um, right, I just want to um, go on to the... You know, preview the next couple of games. We've got Harrogate first of all on Tuesday. Um, I'm not asked about this one to be perfectly honest. No, I might, I might have a go down, but what to pick up, pick up your ten priority points, <laughs> mop um, them up, make ready for Wembley for for Pete's Cup final. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I just think we need to come through it without any injuries. Yeah, uh, no, agreed. And I think, I think they will play. Um, a rotated yeah, side they'll, they'll, yeah they'll rest some people because I mean I know there's rules there that you can't rotate there's so many isn't there yeah like you can't just basically play the kids uh, and what have you I've got to um, you've got to play so many people that have played that have been in the squads I think yes yeah, but I think that. you know it's a good chance of mass and buyers to to get some game time I, th- I thought they'd play today to be perfectly honest but they'll definitely play on Tuesday they were on the bench so they were you know fit enough to Fit enough to be there. I mean, Harrogate, their form, um, even though they're in the playoff positions, they've only had one win in the last five, uh, a draw and three defeats as well. Um, I don't think, have we played Harrogate before? I don't think we have played them, have we? I don't know, to be honest. It's a team that, I'm usually quite, when it, you know, I keep harping back to me, champ manager days and football manager. Like, I used to, it's not a team that I kind of remember seeing. Well, they, fair. well, they came up, they only went up into, um, League Two last season, yeah, I think so. Yeah, or so last season was the first season, I think. So for that reason, I that's I I just kept an eye on them just because they've been doing well. Yeah, because like I said, I thought until um, well a few weeks ago, I thought oh they're doing all right, yeah. they might actually give us a decent game. But now, like you said, the form's dipped off a bit now, hasn't it? So yeah, I mean, like I said, we're through, they're through. I don't, I don't know if it makes a difference if you if you qualify first or second. I, I don't know if it's all nice. all the balls in a hat or whether you get seeded or not. I've no idea. I've not really put much uh, 
like thought into the pizza cup to be to be fair. No, but, no. Uh, just <laughs> but yeah, I think just, <laughs> if we fancy it on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it just puts Papa John's on the on the on the map, doesn't it really? Yeah. When you when you're wanting them uh, them pizzas. But uh, yeah, for me, like let's just get through it without any injuries. I don't care if we win or lose or draw, really. I'm not that bothered. Obviously, yeah, we'd we'd like to keep that momentum going, but it's a chance for other players to uh, to have a go. And then after that, it's another home game. Like I feel like that's all we're playing home games recently. Um, Gillingham, um, look again, looking at their form, they're, they're having a bit of a torrid time, really. The nineteenth in the league, just one point above uh, the relegation places. Uh, they've had a, a draw in the cup this weekend against Cheltenham. Um, they came from behind to take it to a replay. Perhaps, again, perhaps not what they wanted, battling a, a you know relegation and stuff. But fair enough. Like look, say, looking at their recent games, they've had. Uh, a draw against Accrington, a dr- another draw against Bolton. Uh, they beat Doncaster. It's not not that difficult, is it, really? No. Uh, and then they, they've lost to Sunderland and Wickham. So they seem to just looking at that there. They've they've beat the side that's down there at the bottom with them, and they've struggled against both uh, you know Sunderland and Wickham, who were who were up near the top. So fingers crossed. I'm not saying that we're one of the top sides, but hopefully we can. Uh, we can dispatch them, but we've not done that in five games. In, in, certainly in the last five, anyway, with uh, three defeats and two draws. Yeah, so and the, the quite physical side. From is it Steve Evans that's the manager? Yes, I won't say yes. I'm not 100%. He's but the ultimate shit out. I know it's because it's um, Vidane Oliver, who plays up front for them, who came yes. same year as Palmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years, so. And he had his best season last year. Um, he's more of a... He's more of a uh, off the ball striker. He'll do the work for everybody else. But last season he scored quite a few. So odds are, <laughs> he's probably bang he might one. pop up. But but yeah, he's a physical presence. So it might actually be a bit of a test for there for these defend. You know, this back three the makeshift defense, is, which um, is almost becoming permanent now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we should we should do a job at home, shouldn't we? I'd like to think so. We need to really if we're, if we're going to mount a charge we, at home. I always say, like, win your own games, draw your away games, and you'll be, well, that's promotion form, isn't it, really? Yeah, I mean, exactly, yeah. Two, two points, uh, averaging two points a game. So if we can do that, then yeah. And, and we said it at the Wimbledon game, we said it at the Cheltenham game, we said it at the Lincoln game. <laughs> we like, should be beating these sides. We should, like, there's no two ways about it. Like, Gillingham is a game that we should be, we should be dispatching them. Especially when you've come off a 3-0 win at, uh, at Sunderland as well in, in the league. We should be looking to do the same job on him, and I hope we. I just hope we keep that intensity up. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, no, agreed. I don't know much about Gillingham. You mentioned Vidane Oliver. That's one player that I, I do know. Obviously, Steve Evans, the manager. Uh, we are going to be speaking to uh, one of the, um, you know, the Gillingham podcasts uh, later on this week. So do keep an eye out for that uh, that preview show. So we'll perhaps learn a little bit more about uh, about Gillingham. But you know. I know we keep saying it, but it's going to be like their cup final, isn't it, really, coming to Hillsborough? I know they can go to the likes of, there's a lot more bigger sides in League One than they perhaps were before, but, you know, they can go to Sunderland and, and Charlton and Ipswich the, and these bigger Yeah, because the did they come up last season? Pass. <laughs> I don't know. Or were they, did they come up the season before? I don't know. I think they had a decent run last year. I can't remember if they got playoffs or... Yeah, well, I'm, sure, it, I'm sure they came... If their strikers scored, like, 20 odd 25 30 goals then surely they must be uh up there Although, oh, it weren't it weren't that many it was just a lot for i think he's got 20 odd goals but um but yeah i seem to think they did quite well for them last season do you know what i mean yeah like i said i've, I've 
this is the reason why I do these preview shows because I, I don't know much about much of the sides that we come up against. I mean, it's probably a bit naive, really. Like, but it's, you know, it's hard enough trying to trying to know everything about Sheffield Wednesday. Never <laughs> other, <mind>. other, yeah, <laughs> never mind all these uh, all these other clubs. So, I mean, there's some people. I bet Giles knows everything about everyone, doesn't he? To be fair, like he's uh, he's absolute, you know, no, you know, football crazy and what have you. But have you? Did they come up last season? I don't know. I was trying to have a look. <laughs> <laughs> Internet shit, is it? <laughs> we'll blame, uh, blame the, uh... Yeah, I mean, it, for me, keep the same side that played against Sunderland. Keep the same side that played against Plymouth. All right, apart from Gregory, put Gregory back in there. Barring any injuries, hopefully we don't pick up any injuries against um, against Harrogate in the Pizza Cup. One change we are going to make though is we're without ba- uh, Bailey Peacock Farrell again. He's on. Uh, oh yeah, he's off on uh... international duty as again. So that's one uh, one player that we aren't going to be with. But uh, Wildsmith did a decent job when he came in, so I'm not that uh, not that fussed about that one. I mean, I just I was looking at the um, last time we played it was 2003 Gillingham, four um, one defeat away from home. I'll just read some of the. Let's read the side. Chris Stringer in goal. What a goalkeeper he was, by the way. Back in the day. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. Uh, Lee Bromby, Ashley Westwood, Stephen Aslam, and then uh, probably one of the best defenders that we've ever had, John Bezweatherick. <laughs> Definitely the best name. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was he was shite. Uh, Tony Crane, Alan Quinn, uh, Tron Egel Saltvet, Owen Morrison, uh, Big Chef Kikuchi up top uh, with Gerald Saban. And we got spanked four one at, G- at Gillingham. Wow. That were uh, that were in the FA Cup that one in two thousand and three. And then another one, the one before that, because I thought when I look at the team that that played before that got beat two nil at home um, in the Championship, this was uh, Kevin Pressman. And then there's two names here that I mean, I were what twelve at the time. Yeah. So I, I, I used to 10. go. <laughs> I can't remember Ryan Green now and David Burrows. I think Burrows. The name rings a bell, but I couldn't tell you what it looked like. I haven't got a clue. If I saw him tomorrow, I would never know that he ever... I mean, to be fair, if you just saw the name, like, no, you, you know me, you know, don't you? Oh, yeah, he played for Wednesday back in the day or whatever, but I can't remember them players. I mean, Gary Monk, he was also... Uh, he, he also played. Uh, who, el- who else is there? Matt Amshaw, Alan Johnston. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember any of those, but yeah, they beat us uh, They beat us 2-0. Um, now, before we go, I just want to do a bit of uh, trivia with you i was hoping giles was going to be here uh and we could kind of do it um play off each other but i'll just give you one i'm going to basically i'm going to read out i'm not going to read his name that's the, that's the idea of the game you have to guess, guess the player <laughs> but i'm just going to read out his date of birth not not and then i'll also read out the clubs the appearances and the goals that they've uh, that they've scored oh, okay. starting from the from the top so uh 2003 2007 leicester city 24 appearances one goal you can shout out at any time, by the way, like yeah, if, you, yeah, okay. if, if you have a guess or whatever. Uh, he then went on loan, 2004 to 2005, uh, Notts County, nine appearances, no goals. 2005-06, Rushton and Diamonds, another loan, 22 appearances, four goals. Uh, he then signed for Rotherham United, 07-08, 51 appearances, 13 goals. I'm trying to think now, oh, this is... So what was his uh, what was his date of birth? Sorry. Oh, sorry, I didn't give you that. Twenty fifth of January, nineteen eighty six. So that makes him thirty thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty six. Right. Um. Oh, so after Rotherham, he, in 08, 
he's signed to Oldham Athletic. 13 appearances, um, no goals. Is it Kieran Lee? No, it's not Kieran Lee. Oh, yeah, I've not been listening to goals, have I? <laughs> uh, I just heard Oldham and thought, yeah. did he even uh, play for him? I just thought it sunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did, did he? <laughs> he probably didn't. Uh, 2008, uh, whilst at Oldham, he went on loan to Berry, six games, no goals. 09, he went to Bradford on loan, two games, no goals. 09 again, Stockport, loan, 18 games, two goals. 09, 10, uh, Rochdale, 24 games, 15 goals. He then made that move permanent in 2010, 2011. So Rochdale, further 69 games, 19 goals. He then signed for Wednesday, 2011, 2013. Is it O'Grader? It is, yeah. I thought that earlier, but <laughs> I thought he played for... Because he played for... Who's it, Rotherham? He played for Rotherham, He played yeah. for Barnsley as well? Uh, after Wednesday, yeah. Afterwards, went, ah, yes. okay. That's what I was waiting for, because I thought O'Grady earlier, and I was like, oh. But <laughs> yes. I thought it was before. No, no, he went, he went, to, he went to Barnsley uh Because it was Wednesday. JJ as well. Johnson, he, Jermaine Johnson, didn't he play for Rotherham or Barnsley? Uh, pass, you're testing me there. But uh, but yeah, O'Grady. Then went on Barnsley, Brighton. Then he went United on loan, uh, Forest, Burton, Albion. Then he played for Chesterfield as well. Went back to Oldham and then finished at Bolton. And uh, he was playing at Bolton up until uh, last season. So, uh, so yeah, well done, Chris, O'Gra- Chris O'Grady. I'll, uh, I'll, if, if you like them, I'll uh, I'll carry on doing them. And hopefully when Giles is here, we'll see who can, uh, yeah, we'll see who can get, uh, the, get the most. I'll, uh, I'll pick That's some That's me not play. sleeping this week. Research. <laughs> 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 <Lucky Researching. laughs> not that I'm competitive or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I, think, I think it's just good, isn't it, really? A bit of, uh, a bit of trivia. And uh, hopefully you guys listening uh, got that one before uh, before Liam did. And uh, yeah, let us know. And what... did just shout out Kieran Lee because <laughs> he said old him. <laughs> Mate, I, do you know what, though? In situations like this, I'm terrible. I, I just draw a blank. Really. <laughs> my, my, my mind just goes... Yeah, just to mush and what have you. But yeah, if you uh, if you got that right, let, let us know at what point you got it right as well. So I'd be keen to know. Uh, so what what point did you get it? Like, did you think Chris O'Grady? Well, I was thinking when I said Rotherham, I'd or, got when you were saying like because you say Bradford as well. Uh, yeah, on loan. Yeah. For, See, I was thinking JJ or O'Grady. Yeah. So I'm sure JJ played for Rotherham and Bradford or someone or right. Barnes. Like, okay. Well done. Well done. Right. I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Um. Thanks for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. If you have enjoyed it, leave us a rating or a review. We haven't had one for a while, so uh, please make it a five-star one. Don't just give us a one-star. We do uh, We do uh, like to know that you are enjoying the, the show and everything. And, uh, and yeah, this week we'll have the preview show. That'll be coming up on Thursday. Uh, we'll also have the debate show as well on, on Friday. Uh, we can talk about anything to do with Sheffield Wednesday. It's your chance to get involved on... Uh, on the show and uh and i said have your you know share your thoughts um obviously we've got the the patreon episodes as well which are going to be recording so get your uh, get your questions in if you have got any questions that you want us to put to uh to both of those just incidentally on that one so um lloyd Wusu's living in australia at the moment so there's just a, a nice 11 hour time difference so that's going to be uh interesting we're doing that doing that in a bit of a strange strange, strange time <laughs> strange time yeah um and then also, um, the other one, his, his name's gone, Gordon Watson, Flash. He lives in 
I, I want to say Costa Rica oh, nice. or someone like or somewhere like that. It's Are we going to visit him then for this one? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I know. You, I know you booked your flights to the Caribbean and what have you. Maybe we can. Oh, yes. uh, uh, Doing a bit of a Steve Bruce next year. <laughs> he, yeah. might, he might be there. <laughs> but yeah, so that's another one that uh, we're going to be battling with the uh, with the, the difference in time zone and what have you. But no, we'll be we'll be speaking to those. You can listen to them on the uh, on Patreon when they get released. Um, but yeah, if you have enjoyed everything, then we'll uh, we'll see you all uh, see you all again later on the weekend. Uh, back again with this show next week. Cheers, mate. Cheers, guys. Thank you. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.